the latest. CBS News has learned Halls was fired from a movie in 2019 after a gun unexpectedly went off on set. According to reports, that gun had been declared cold, meaning unable to fire. Amazon doesn't want its workers unionized, but in New York, thousands of those workers say they do. They've petitioned for a vote. They're led by former warehouse worker Chris Smalls. We want to be the one to provide a negotiated contract for better protections, job security, health and safety concerns, longer breaks, medical leave options, become shareholders again monthly bonuses, all the things that they took away from us. The Houston Astros take on the Atlanta Braves in Game 1 of the World Series in Houston later, and CBS's Steve Futterman is there. There is no doubt this is a very powerful Houston Astros team. This is the Astros' third World Series appearance in the last five seasons. The Astros won the World Series in 2017, but there is a cloud hanging over that championship as the Astros were engaged in illegally stealing signs from their opponents during the 2017 season. And Buckingham Palace says the Queen is back at her desk hosting a video audience today. Her first day back at the job after spending the night in a London hospital last week having tests for what they're not saying. This is CBS News. Fever is the number one COVID symptom, so be safe with an accurate thermometer. Only Exergen has proven accurate in more than 100 studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Maureen saved big shopping epic daily deals at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. And with her brand new tableware, everyone's welcome at Maureen's table. All of her family, friends, even her neighbor with the pet. Hey, has anyone seen a ferret around here? Found it. Dig into Amazon's epic daily deals. Spend less, smile more. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a MicroGuard Select filter for just $31.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The late pop artist Andy Warhol would likely love this one. A Brooklyn-based collective that thrives on mischief is putting 1,000 Andy Warhol sketches for sale for $250 each. The catch is 999 depictions of the three nude fairies playing jump rope are forgeries. Just one is authentic and worth an estimated $20,000. On its website, Mischief, spelled without the vowels, says the goal is to slash the notion that only the elite can own famous works of art. The company stands to make $250,000 on its sale. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And finally, Japan's Princess Mako has married her college sweetheart, Kei Komuro, and lost her royal status because he's a commoner. Mako, uh, Mako declined both the traditional royal wedding rights and the payoff usually offered to royal females who leave the family. The couple's expected to move to the U.S. where Komuro is a lawyer. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Do you check your Google search results regularly? You should. People often get their first impression of you or your business online. 
Negative comments on the internet can impact your life and your livelihood. Take control of your online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com. It may reveal negative posts from an ex-employee, upset patient or client, news article, legal issue, or even exposed personal information right there in your Google search results. Uncover what's lurking on the internet about you with reputationdefender.com's patented scan and get your free reputation report card. Or for immediate assistance with your reputation, call 800-401-6681. Our cutting-edge technology helps make your Google search results look their best. Call 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. 800-401-6681. Or take the free scan at reputationdefender.com. Eclipse Company Restaurant and Store in the Plains is open Wednesday and Thursday, 3 to 8. Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9, and Sundays, 12 to 7. Stop in for live music Wednesdays and Thursdays, and Eclipse is located at 11309 Jackson Drive. Take exit 682 to the Plains, then turn onto Johnson Road. Again, that's 11309 Jackson Drive, right off Johnson Road. Eclipse Company Restaurant and Store is the best hidden restaurant in Southeast Ohio. Barbecue, beers, and good times. King Ace Hardware in Middleport, Ohio is proud to carry Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines. Joanna has partnered with Kills to create a premium paint line and a coordinated color palette that makes creating classic looks simple. And with its hardworking durability and stain resistance, you can protect the value that you create. So to start turning your vision into a reality, come talk to the helpful folks at King Ace Hardware in Middleport. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not it's the, not Kim, the Kim, Kim and Ruth Show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Taco John's fans can't get enough of the new Double Cheese Chicken Boss Burrito. One person said, mmm, which means this new and improved three-cheese red pepper and smoky hatch chili queso makes Taco John's best burrito even better. Then someone else was like, mmm, mmm, which roughly translates to this queso blanco and nacho cheese combo is unbelievable. Well said. The new Double Cheese Chicken Boss Burrito, part of our queso blanco creations, only at Taco John's. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Download our app for exclusive deals. It's when we dig deep. Loses it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets Ticket Plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you think you'd like to win, but you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. 
Life's battle doesn't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. Single game tickets on sale now at Bengals.com. Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Coach Turf, as we go into the ninth week of the season, your Oyster's still looking for that first win. You know, it's hard to believe that we done played eight ball games already. You know, one thing we haven't done this year, and we need to, to do that, is look at your stat sheet and see well, if you... I, you know, I don't, I don't know if we need to do that, because, you know, statistics is for losers. Uh, but as long as you brought it up, where is that stat sheet? We would like to take a look at some of the numbers and... Speaking about numbers, you know, you got numbers all over them stat sheets, and we got a real fine statistician, a fellow named uh, Norwalk. Numbers Norwalk, you know, numbers. He's been here a long time. He's, he's worked with numbers his whole life. He's a transfer from over to Casino State. You know, where we run across numbers back in, I believe, 1977 when we went out there and played Casino State, and, and he, uh, he was, he was uh, fond of using them numbers on them little bitty slips of paper, uh, and we transferred him over here because he was such a good uh, whiz at numbers. Most schools have their statistics on computer now. Are you computerized in your department over there? Well, we, no, we don't got our statistics on computer. We got them on these uh, sheets of paper right here. And every, every category you'd ever want. You got attempts, we got completions, we got yards, we got sacks, we got fumbles, we got interceptions. It's all here on these little sheets of paper because numbers does such a fine job. Well, let's take a look at some of the uh, stats. Uh, let's take a look at some of the offensive stats. since uh, They we are have, pretty offensive, ain't they? We have fewer of them to, uh, to look at than we do defensive numbers. What about your quarterback? Well, uh, that's a boy named of a 12, third and 12, and you probably uh, could guess that he's a leading passer on the team. He's got the most completions. He's got the most yards, but there is kind of a, something that sticks out on a, like a sore thumb on the sheet. And what's, uh, what's that, Coach? Well, uh, no touchdown passes and 23 interceptions. That's not uh, exactly the ratio that you want when you're coaching. We'll be back to look further at the stat sheet with Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by this item, which can be purple, black, red, white, or yellow. And it also is a good source of beta carotene fiber, vitamin K1, potassium, and antioxidants. They're weight loss friendly food and actually have been linked to lower cholesterol levels and improved eye health. Ever seen a rabbit wearing glasses? What is it? A carrot. And we're back with Coach Turf looking at the Oyster stat sheet following the loss to ESP. What about, uh, what about your rushing stats, Coach? Well, I'm glad you uh, looked at that on the statistics sheet because uh, we've done set a school record this year so far. Most folks carrying the football, 17 already, in not but eight ball games. And uh, I see old Fumbles Freeman down here has more fumbles and he's got yards. and. Unfortunately, he's got to stay on the team because his daddy gives more money to the Alumni Association than anybody. Let's flip it over. Maybe the defensive stats will look a little bit uh, better. What about I, your... Uh, I done flipped it over here, I, and I see good old Bags Bogurski. He's our defensive tackle, you know, Bags. We call him Grocery Bags because that boy is about as wide as he is tall, and it's fitting that a boy named Grocery Bags would lead the team in sacks. 
I see a category here, Coach, C and B. I've never seen that on a stat sheet before. What is that? Well, you know, everybody on the ball club has got uh, something in that category. and I believe we lead the nation in that, and that's cuts and bruises. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Forty-seven degrees outside, cloudy. Looks like that sun's trying to burst through for a moment. Only gonna climb up six more degrees though. Our high today expected to be fifty-three. It's a Tuesday, folks. October twenty-sixth. And if you're listening, we appreciate it, which is, um, you know, some of you may have had to have um, learned a new way to listen to us. And what I mean by that is, of course, uh, 970, uh, our main channel, if you will, is off the air. We have um, parts arriving today for it. And uh, we'll get our engineers out there and see if they can uh, figure out. To well, anyway, it's, we'll get it fixed, okay? But in the meantime, of course, you can listen to us on our live stream on the Internet. And, of course, we also have 97.1, right, on FM. Um, so um, we welcome you any way you can get to us. All right, good morning. October 26th is the date. Scott's here as well. Good morning. Good morning. See, today is a National Pumpkin Day. Yes, it is. You know, why is it? we? I mean, pumpkins are cool, right? But we hear so much about them in this month of October. I, 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 you know, what if they had picked um, radishes? To celebrate Halloween, we'd have a National Radish Day, or or um, shoe polish, and a it, following suit a National Shoe Polish Day. You know, I mean, <laughs> but they picked pumpkins. Yeah, and um, Halloween. Um, it depends on what report you look at, but the third most popular holiday of the year. Uh, by most accounts. And um, let's see here now. Sunday is Halloween itself, the 31st. Uh, boy, that sunshine just popped through the clouds here into my eyes a moment ago. But I don't think it's going to be there very long. I don't either. 
anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, pumpkins. Um, so, oh, I got my thoughts back. The um, trick-or-treating cycle for the city of Athens is going to be Sunday evening, right? The 31st itself. And um, now some of the things that have uh, often happened on Halloween, for example, the street party uptown on Court Street, now that's there. That's not supposed to occur. That would normally be on Saturday night. And um, but anyway, however you choose to celebrate it, uh, it's a it's a special time. Now, my grandkids, you know, that's one of the best things about it is celebrating Halloween with your grandkids. But um, I only have. Um, Two in town, uh, and both of them are kind of like, uh, well, one's in college and the other one's in, um, uh, you know, upperclassmen in high school. So uh, I'm sure they have their own plans. But uh, grandkids in, in uh, Halloween, that's always a neat thing. Anyway, today, though, October 26th is National Pumpkin Day. Yeah. Why is the pumpkin a symbol of Halloween? Symbolically, it is often linked to rebirth and fertility. They also symbolize harvests and crops. They fit the season in which Halloween falls every year. So it is an Irish uh, tradition, apparently, brought by Irish immigrants to America, the home of the pumpkin, and it became an integral part of Halloween festivities. Now... So this uh, uh, is Halloween an international thing? I don't think it is. Uh, this, this just occurred to me, so I I I, I don't know. Um, Let's see what we it, can find out. Yeah. Or is it just an American thing? Or you know what I mean? Anyway, while we're waiting on that, we'll tell you what else today is. It's National Mule day like the animal mule it's national day of the deployed national tennessee day national financial crime fighter day and national mincemeat day all of those things today yeah but uh, back to the uh, pumpkin thing. Is Halloween internationally celebrated? Although it's derived from ancient festivals and religious rituals, Halloween is still widely celebrated today in a number of countries around the globe. In countries such as Ireland, Canada, and the United States, traditions include what we know of as costume parties, trick-or-treating, pranks, and games. Let's see. What countries do not celebrate Halloween. France, Germany, Holland, Taiwan, Austria, Australia, and most Asian and African countries do not celebrate Halloween. Okay. Well, my, uh, my granddaughter, who's, um, whose mother is from, um, oh, shucks. Hey, don't do this. Russia? No, no. No, that's uh, Nick's side. Oh. Um, Paul's side. 
Thailand. There we go. Uh, I noticed that uh, Brianna had a Halloween outfit on. So, you know, when in U.S., do it in U.S., right? Or yeah, something I, like that. I guess so. Kind of yeah. like when in Vegas. Yeah. That's where that came from. You're right. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. Let's see here. So, National Pumpkin Day. Historical events on this date of October 26th. We'll go back to 1850 when Robert McClure cites the fabled Northwest Passage for the first time. He did so from Banks Island towards Melville Island. Anyway, the Northwest Passage, 1850. 1861, Pony Express, Missouri to California, ends after 19 months of operation. I think the Pony Express is bringing the parts to my transmitter today. <laughs> Hopefully it's a little quicker yeah. than the Pony Express. Um, 1863, by the way, the parts are coming from... Uh, New Orleans, basically, a city near there. You know, as difficult as it is for a lot of companies to get replacement parts nowadays, I mean, that's uh, got a good break there that you were able to get them, find them, and then get them here. I'm thinking particularly, I know it's not a car, but still, you know, we hear a lot of car parts. Oh, yeah, like the IC chips and things that they need. Integrated um, chips that yeah, that are on back orders for right. months, right. or probably sitting in a cargo ship off of the east coast or west coast. All right, let's see. Eighteen sixty-one, the Pony Express, Missouri to California, ends after nineteen months. I said this one already, didn't mm-hmm. I? Yeah. Eighteen sixty-three, two years later, international conference begins in Geneva aimed at improving medical conditions on battlefields. It also turned out to be the beginning of the Red Cross. My my first mother-in-law was... um, had um, an important role with the Red Cross. And in fact, um, I may have told this before, I don't... Anyway, when the Point Pleasant Bridge catastrophe occurred... Yeah, the Silver Bridge. Yeah. uh, She was with the Red Cross in Cleveland, and she was kind of placed in charge of all the Red Cross operations down there for that event. Doris wins. Nice nice lady. Terrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see here. Going on. 1977 on this date, the last natural case of smallpox discovered in Mirka District, that's in Somalia. It's also considered the anniversary of the eradication of smallpox, the most spectacular success of vaccination.
2019, just a couple of years ago, raid by U.S. Special Forces kills ISIS founder Abu Bakr al-Baghdani in Syria. Okay, let's see here. Birthdays. We got a couple here. Um, only one is still living. Let's see. George's, George's Danton, D-A-N-T-O-N. At least by his photograph here, not a real good-looking guy. Um, born in 1759, died in 1794. Georges Jacques Danton was a leading figure in the early stages of the French Revolution, in particular as the first president of the Committee of Public Safety. Another sort of empirical type of guy we have listed here is Muhammad Rizi Pahlavi, P-A-H-L-A-V-I. He was born in 1919 and died in 1980. I recognize that name. Also, uh, the Shah of Iran Uh from 1941 until he was overthrown in 1979. He is mostly known as the Shah of Iran, often known as simply the Shah. The Shah. The Shah. Come to the Shah. Come to the Shah, I have some work for you. Come to the Shah, I have free tickets for you to see the Shah. Oh, Oh, I get it. (laughs) Okay, Jackie Coogan. Boy. Uncle Fester. Yes. (laughs) Born in 1914, died in 1984. What a uh, there's a great picture of him here. <laughs> um, okay, the, as so I funny. mentioned, of the four birthdays we have, uh, particularly mentioned today, uh, the, the one who's still alive is that of Hillary Clinton. She's celebrating her 74th birthday today. <coughs> Uh, Famous deaths, uh, two to see uh, here. Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Um, Born in 1815, died in 1902. Um, She was an American writer and activist who was the leader of the women's rights movement in the U.S. during the mid to late 1800s. She wrote such publications as Declaration of Sentiments, The Woman's Bible, and History of Women's Suffrage. You know how, this is probably a lousy thing to say. You can look at a picture of someone, and without being told anything about them, you might make a guess about what they might have done that was important, right? And and somehow or other, just her photograph or picture that I have in front of me here would have put me in that direction of what you just described. 
Okay, the next person, Igor Sikorsky, born in 1889, died in 1972. Igor Sikorsky was a Russian-American aviation pioneer in both helicopters and fixed-wing aircraft. His first success came with the S-2, the second aircraft of his design and construction. His fifth airplane, the S-5, won him national recognition as well as FAI license number 64. What's FAI? Any clue? I don't know. I've got the laptop here, right? You you have a better chance of finding yeah, it than me. I thought maybe with your I, military I should background, know, you might know. Well, I'm going to be embarrassed here in a minute if it's well, what I, I don't think know. Maybe, maybe not, if I can even find it. I feel like running that Jeopardy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Federation Aeronautique Internationale. <laughs> it's the world governing body. Okay. Regarding human Well, you're right. Flight. I should have known that. All right. Let's <clears throat> see here. This changed topics, but not completely. We've already talked about this a little bit. Halloween. Uh, we got a report to, I guess it came in yesterday, the best places for Halloween. Yeah, we did start that yesterday did we do much with it no we 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 ran out of time oh okay. i think you just pulled it out and said we'll do this more tomorrow or later this week so no we did not get to that okay let me see here okay so they're listing let me make sure i've got this right they're listing 100 cities in the United States and ranking them according to where is the best place for Halloween. Now, how, how they, okay, what are the general topics? One is the weather, Halloween weather. Another is Halloween fun. And then the thing that I guess I think is most important is trick-or-treater friendliness, okay? Now, folks, you may remember last year we were <clears throat> far more concerned about COVID and all that sort of thing. So I don't think I was completely original, but I did do this. I had an eight-foot plastic pipe that was probably five inches in diameter, maybe six. So rather than having the kids come up to me and grab something out of our basket or me handing them something, I slid it down through this pipe, right, like a chute. So the candy traveled down a chute into their hands or, or their um, whatever they were collecting their candy in. Now, why did I start to tell this story? Oh, well, anyway, the safety factor 
certainly has improved. And, um, I mean, there's still some people being very cautious, and rightfully so. Okay, so where do you think the number one city for Halloween should be? Oh, we did get to that part. It was New York City, right? I don't have the first recollection of doing this yesterday. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yes, it is New York, followed by Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay, so. Now, how how is the ranking? It says, um, in terms of Halloween fun, New York is number four. Trick-or-treater friendliness, New York is number two. Uh, Halloween weather, it is 72 out of 100. That's interesting. But when you put it all together, it comes out number one. Well, okay. I don't know if we got much further than that, though. This, this, see where Ohio shows up. Okay. The highest ranking Ohio city here is Cincinnati. Uh, again, this is a study of the top 100. Now, wait a minute. Let me make sure I'm right. Yeah. The top 100. And coming in 43rd is Cincinnati. The next city showing up from Ohio is Columbus at 74th, Cleveland at 82nd, and Toledo at 80. Oh, it's a tie with Cleveland. So they're tied at 82nd. That's, that's it. Now, these are just, you know, significant cities. So, yeah, larger metropolitan yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. See, people love Halloween for a number of different reasons. Candy, costumes, horror films, haunted houses, parties, and more. If you're one of the many Americans who count down to this holiday from be the beginning of autumn, then you want to make sure you're in the most spectacular part of America on October 31st. How your Halloween night will turn out depends on your plans and budget. This year, the average U.S. household is expected to spend... $102.74 on Halloween expenses. Now, we're talking about from decorations to treats to costumes. Yeah. Collectively, that's about $10.1 billion. Bucks. Now, if you're counting on getting more free treats in return for your investment, you'll definitely want to be in place with the most activities. Safety is also especially important in the midst of the COVID pandemic.
says Halloween gatherings will be lot be a lot less restricted this year compared to last. Uh, folks, we have uh, one of our valued member of our staff uh, wearing a different costume each day this week. <laughs> and yesterday, um, I haven't I haven't seen her today yet. But yesterday, she was a hoot. Um, and and that's Christ. She reminded me, well, that costume reminded me a little bit of uh, Granny Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies show, except the hair was a little bit longer. <laughs> well, except she didn't look that old. Well, no, but, I mean, just the overall costume. Oh. Not her, the costume. Okay. Well, she, she reminded me of Liz next door on FM. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, every day's Halloween. <laughs> It's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. Folks, our Liz <laughs> Huber uh, over on FM in the mornings. <laughs> and she's here, uh, what, noon to 4 on F- on AM? Yeah. Yeah. After CBS News at the top of the hour. Uh, she is such a hoot, hoot and fun. And, um, and, and rarely does she turn up two days in a row looking the same, which is kind of fun. Okay, let's go on. So let's see here. What was I saying? Uh, So to help you decide where to spend Halloween without frightening your wallet, um, we studied, uh, we compared, rather, the 100 largest U.S. cities based on 21 key metrics. I only mentioned three of them, but they had a bunch of others as well. So it says, um, well, for example, they range from costume stores per capita to average price per Halloween party ticket to share of potential trick-or-treat stops. So, Halloween, they say, is the third most popular holiday in America. I've seen that several places recent that that statement so um what do you do for halloween uh do you have trick-or-treaters come to your home no no usually just um if if there are just family but um Mm -hmm. it's good good too i'm usually just chilling out hanging out with mom or something like that fixing something we have um watching a game (laughs) i think 413 is the most we've had oh my um that's lots of candy yes it is it's an investment but we we're happy to do it yeah kids love it just think how many little kids walk away going oh that was cool i got my candy down a chute well, that that was just last year. I well, don't I know, but last year they walk away thinking that you gonna do it again this year. I the shoot. Um, Why not? Maybe they like that. Yeah. Well, so you slide it. It's also nice to see them a little closer. Yeah, you roll an apple down there, down the shoot. Good tennis yeah. ball, ping pong ball, um, golf ball. Yeah. Mel Hellitzer told one of the funniest Halloween jokes about little kids getting there trick-or-treats one time when I had his class at OU when he was a professor here. Of course, I know you remember mm-hmm. 
Val Halitzer. That was funny. <laughs> oh, well. Um, there was somebody the other day whose name came up, and I Googled him only to learn he had died about a year ago. Oh. And I, it's not fair to tell you who it was. It doesn't matter. Okay. But I had missed the fact that that had occurred, and I felt bad. Now, you bring up Mel. I've known Mel for years. I've lost all track of him. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he passed as well okay. uh, a few years ago. But uh, for folks that don't know him, he he owned his own advertising agency on uh, Madison Avenue in New York City for years. Yes. And then sold it to come here to teach at Ohio University. And I was in the very first class he ever taught. Well, there's some other things he's famous for, and I'm trying to uh, bring them out in my, mem- my memory bank. But oh, comedy, teaching comedy, books, wrote comedy books. I mean, famous names that we could link with him. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Anyway, we'll work, we'll, work, shoots we'll, had. we'll work on that project because I don't want to do it wrong. Okay, back to trick-or-treating. Okay, best city versus worst city. So they say in terms of highest percentage of potential trick-or-treaters, the highest place is Laredo, Texas. Bakersfield, California, San Bernardino, California, Gilbert, Arizona, and Fresno, California. Now, the fewest. San Francisco. I suppose they don't want to up and walk up and down the hills. Could be. Or just maybe start at the top of the hill and then go walk down. down. Huh? Well, anyway, they say uh, in terms of lowest percentage of potential trick-or-treaters, San Francisco is number 100 out of 100 cities. Scottsdale, Arizona, 99. Pittsburgh, 98. I'm surprised at that. Seattle, 97th. Boston, 96th. Okay, highest percent of potential trick-or-treat stops. Treaters or stops? Huh. Uh, well, um, bum, 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 bum. Let's see, lowest average price per Halloween party ticket. I've never been to a party where I had to pay. Most costume stores per capita. Okay, they say Orlando is number one, but it's tied with New York, Las Vegas. It's a five-way tie. Orlando, New York, Las Vegas, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Where do they have the fewest costumes per capita? Washington, (laughs) D.C. 
I don't know why I find that fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> you never know what's trolling around in D.C. these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I think we've beaten this up enough. So, uh, there you go. That was a pretty good one with Halloween coming up. <clears throat> that was a pretty interesting segment there. Safety. I found another report. Let's see, today's the 26th, right? Yes, it is. All uh, day. So, this was a report I found last night. Safest states in America. Okay. So, with every new headline about a mass shooting, terrorist attack, hate crime, or natural disaster, many of us fear for our safety and that of our loved ones, too. In 2021, though, the COVID-19 pandemic continues to be one of the biggest safety concerns on Americans' minds, especially as the Delta variant leads to rising hospitalizations and deaths. In 2020, the pandemic caused around 375,000 deaths here in the United States. To put that in perspective, last year, 42,000 people died in car crashes. And there were 13,600 gun-related deaths. We're not talking about suicide. Though tragedy can strike in any state, especially during this pandemic, some states are more vulnerable to danger than others. In order to determine the safest states in America, we studied the 50 states across 55 key safety indicators grouped into five different categories. The data set ranges from the percentage of residents who are fully vaccinated to the assaults per capita and the unemployment rate. So some of these categories, personal and residential safety, financial safety, road safety, workplace safety, and emergency preparedness. So what we're doing is ranking the states. Okay, let me spread these sheets out here. So, as I've often said, I'm always pleased, I guess, that Ohio ranks right in the middle. 33rd. Um, there are some states who often rank in the lowest rankings, like the, the bottom 10. The bottom five. Uh, that's very rarely the case for Ohio. 
Um, is there a lot of repetition in the top ten? Well, there's some. Anyway, let's, let's go beyond that. So, safest states in America. Would you care to guess, guys? Oh, I had a feeling that might be coming. I know. And I will guess South Dakota. Hmm. Or Vermont. Well, there's a world of difference between those two guesses. Vermont yes, is are. number one. Oh, cool. Okay, South Dakota is 36th. Now, um, in fact, New England um, takes the top three. So Vermont, Maine, and New Hampshire. They're one, two, and three. Fourth is Minnesota. Fifth is Utah. Then we go back to Connecticut, in Massachusetts, in Rhode Island. Then we go completely across the country to Washington State, for number nine. So now we're jumping around. New Jersey is 10. Maryland is 11. Indiana is 12. Hawaii is 13. Okay, now there's no need to just keep running names here. Uh, anyone you're curious about? Well, let's go to our neighbors at West Virginia. They get poked a lot. See where they drop in the list there. Okay. West Virginia comes in 38th. Just a little behind Ohio then. Um, Five spots? Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's go Kentucky. Let me find them. Here they are, 27th. Okay. Indiana? Bear with me a minute here. Okay. 12th. Not bad. Mm -hmm. PA? Pennsylvania is 30th. Michigan. <laughs> no, you're supposed to say that for Wyoming. Oh, yeah. But, oh, uh, uh, we'll do that one next. Okay, Michigan. Let me find it here. 17th. Okay, you ready? What? On three. One, two, three. Wyoming. Oh, 20 seconds. 20 <laughs> seconds. Um, so th let's just take <clears throat> Ohio for a moment. Okay. It comes in 33rd overall. Now, when you break down the different uh, categories, in personal and residential safety, it is also ranked 33rd. In financial safety, 40th. In road safety, 18th. In workplace safety, 27th. And in emergency preparedness, 24th. So let's see here. We've got some other stuff. Okay, so we got a general category of fewest fatalities per 100 million vehicle miles of travel. Okay, so um, 
The best state, Massachusetts. The worst, South Carolina. Law enforcement employees per capita. New Jersey has the most. Washington State, the least. Assaults per capita. Maine is the worst. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Maine is the best. New Mexico is the worst. What about bullying? The lowest amount of bullying occurs in Delaware State, the most in Alaska. Alaska? Yeah. Wow. I was going to guess California. No, actually. Um, or New York. Uh, after Alaska is New Hampshire, Kentucky, Iowa, and West Virginia. All of those are in the highest bullying incidence rate. Wow. Unemployment rate, the lowest, Nebraska, the highest, New Mexico. Um, How about being uninsured? The lowest state uh, with people uninsured is Massachusetts. The highest is Texas. All right. finish that one. I did have um, let's do a, a, a brief COVID update. Okay. This is from the New York Times. It is time for one of the morning's occasional updates on the state of the pandemic. Today's is focused on the United States and organized around three main points. Number one, COVID's retreat continues. The number of new daily COVID-19 cases has plunged 57% since peaking on September 1st. Almost as encouraging as the magnitude of the decline is its breadth. These cases have been declining in every region. They go on to say, and it's certainly possible that cases will rise again in the coming weeks, but the geographic breadth of the decline does offer reason for optimism. I could go along here and read you a lot more positive things. Now, let's go to point number two. Severity looks stable. When the Delta variant began spreading this summer, many people worried that it was both much more contagious than earlier versions of the virus and much more severe. Only one of those two fears seems to be true. Uh, Yeah, Delta is clearly more contagious which is the main reason that every metric of the pandemic 
soared this summer. But the typical COVID case during Delta was, the Delta wave was about as severe as a typical case during the earlier stages of the pandemic. So that's good. Well, let's see here. The third point, the United States is underperforming. Despite all the encouraging news, one shadow still hangs over our nation. The pandemic does not need to be nearly as bad as it is. About 1,500 Americans have died of COVID every day over the past week. For older age groups, the virus remains a leading cause of death. And the main reason is that millions of Americans have chosen to remain unvaccinated. Many of them are older and have underlying medical conditions, leaving them vulnerable to severe versions of COVID. Well, even so, many Americans are saying no to a shot. Among affluent countries... The U.S. is one of the least vaccinated, trailing Canada, Australia, Japan, South Korea, Britain, France, Germany, Italy, and others. Less vaccination means more death. So, um, folks, it's... it's um, I don't know what more to say. Each each one of you are important to me. You know how nuts I am about Athens. I think it's wonderful. But I'm just as nuts about uh, Sheridan, Wyoming, okay? I don't want anybody to die when it can be prevented. It's as simple as that. We take other vaccinations. We don't think a thing about it. Flu. Shingles. What have you. And look how all of that has improved over the years. Well, we'll do it all over again tomorrow. Right here on 970. Well, we hope 970 will be on tomorrow. Yes. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Vicki Barker in London. If an independent FDA panel approves Pfizer's COVID vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds today, here's why. Far from being spared from this harm of COVID-19, in the 5 to 11-year-old age range, there have been over 1.9 million infections, over 8,300 hospitalizations, and there have also been close to 100 deaths making it one of the top 10 causes of death in this age range during this time. The FDA's Dr. Peter Marks addressing the panel. College students keeping away from campuses. Even with colleges mostly in person again for the fall semester, a new headcount shows a lot of students aren't going back. 
Numbers from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center show undergrad enrollment is down 3.2 percent since fall of 2020. That's about the same as the 3.5 drop from the same period the year before. Higher education experts say some students from low-income families have been lured away from college by jobs with higher pandemic-era wages. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The American Northeast is being slammed by a nor'easter. More than 30 million people are under flood watches. CBS's Mola Lenghi is in New York. Here on Long Island.